We were just talking about our friend Maida Mains at the Bryant Lake Bolden Night, and that is her doing our opening theme song. How lucky are we that like we have Pretty our own lucky. professional like singer rapper like a cool extraordinaire? One too. Yeah, like, <laughs> like she's way cooler the than us. That's right. We are so uncool. I can't even tell you how uncool we are. We're pretty cool. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe in some. Diff- we just we're have, cool in food circles. We have a lane of cool, and that's our link, our cool lane. And everybody who is listening to us is along with us. I went, uh, we I went to the fair school in Robbinsdale Performing Arts School Junior High yesterday. Oh yeah, and my uh, nephew was in Hairspray. Yes. Okay, that well, Tracy Turnblatt, I, like she could go to Broadway tomorrow. Oh right. Oh my gosh, she was so excellent, and I loved it. It was so inclusive. They had like a kid that was blind. Oh yeah, which was awesome. Yeah. And, and I was with my little niece who's in fourth grade. I was like, I think that guy's blind. She's like, how do you know? I'm like, watch. And then she's like, I think you're right. Isn't that cool that he can be in a play? Yeah. I'm like, yes, it is cool. We had, so we were both at theater last night because I was at the Orno High School production of Little Women, where my giant baby is neither a little or a woman. <laughs> and, uh, but he was in there and he, uh, and the, the funny thing is, is, is they were all, it was such a great production and it was so marvelous. And they had, uh, this, this kid who comes on the stage in a wheelchair and he's, you know, he's just there to be there yeah and he's in costume and he doesn't really do or say anything, but he's just there. And it's just, you can see how excited and happy he is. And it's just great that that's a part of the production. That yeah. That's just part of it. And he's waving at all his family and friends <laughs> and it's just great to know that that kid is just over the moon for it. I got the, uh, what is integration oh. question? <laughs> Cause my nieces, they're in sixth grade and fourth grade and they, know like certain questions they yeah. can ask their mom and then other things they ask their aunt yeah because they know i'll tell them the truth right <laughs> we all know you'll tell us the it's truth. true the truth my None truth ever to be clear it's my truth to lie <laughs> no i don't no. i want to but i don't i know uh it's my truth not yeah. always like the collective <laughs> truth because my truth could be completely different than yours this is true I actually had a moment where someone asked me for directions the other day and I said, I don't know. Normally, I just start making stuff up because I have a panic moment where I feel like I need to know everything. Oh, my God. And that is like (laughs) actually harming a person. Yep. So I've been in Europe and uh like just gone like, yeah, it's down over there. Uh And my husband just looks at me like you didn't. You just did not. I did. You're like, yeah. So okay. that's the charm of us, and it, it is. is the charm of the show when we get to, at the beginning of the second hour, do the top two in hour two, and it is time for the top two in hour two. Give him the old one, one, two, one, two. And now the Weekly Dish presents top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In hour two. All right, give me two. Winning, winning, winning. All right, these are the top two things we are obsessed with in the last week. Stephanie? Give me your tops. I'm going to start with the creamed corn situation because I did. A You're little... already getting recipe requests. I am. And I got them last week and I thought, you know, what's funny is I could. I found my recipe, but I don't really use a recipe for it. 
you know, I just sort of make it. And so then um, I was thinking about it and I thought, well, oh my gosh, there's a couple things I might want to run a test, you know, like a dry run of yeah. it. And also because the kid in his, uh, you know, because he does have theatrical performances this week and this weekend, I knew there would just be a lot of like quick eating a bunch of stuff in between. Things. Right. So I thought if I had a bunch of cream corn in the fridge, that might be a nice thing because that's his favorite. So I made the cream corn and I got to tell you, I put it on, I don't know if I put it on the webs on the weekly dish website yet. And I will, I will put it up on the Facebook. Um, but it is on my Instagram page if you want, because I just took a picture and put it, the stuff in the Instagram. And I got to tell you, it's couldn't be easier. You guys, it's literally one of those things you can do very last minute on your stove before you serve. It's about a 40 minute thing at the top, at the most, at the very, very most. And all it is, is you, t- you reduce, you know, two quarts of cream and to half, and then you dump in, you know, and you season it with salt and pepper, and you, yep. I do a ton of grated fresh nutmeg, and then you throw in your frozen bags of corn, and you let them kind of chill it out, and then you simmer it back up, you throw in a bunch of leeks, and then that is it. And then Yum. you let it simmer down, simmer down, simmer down, and it's got a lot of richness in it, obviously, but it's really easy, but it is seriously one of those really great recipes that just is, and it's based on the Ocean Air's cream corn. So Which is if delicious. you've ever had that, I just admit the sugar. They put a lot of sugar in theirs, but I use the super sweetest corn that I can so that I don't need the sugar. And there's so much like natural occurring sugars and cream, really. Well, and, and the corn, the sweet corn. I mean, the Minnesota sweet corn is like the sweetest stuff you can find. So it's the best. Um, how do you find it this time of year, though? Or you just no, it's use just frozen. frozen. Yeah, okay. you just buy the frozen stuff that says Minnesota sweet corn. Where do you find that? That's just in the freezer case. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it says Minnesota sweet corn on it? Yeah. I feel okay. like it does. Maybe now I'm crazy. I feel like <laughs> feel like I picked up it specifically said Minnesota sweet corn. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I got a text during the break that said, hey, can you uh, post a recipe for that pumpkin, um, salted pumpkin, no, pumpkin ice cream, salted caramel pie. And I can't post a recipe for that particular one because that's available it. at Milk Jam Creamery Milk that you can order Jam. online. Yes. I will, however, post a pumpkin pie, ginger snap, ice cream pie, um, and I will post that on our Facebook page uh, so that you can make that because mm-hmm. some people like ice cream pies. Um, you know what else some people like? What? Some people like so much the Pringle Thanksgiving that it's sold out in 41 minutes. Did you know this? The, no. the Pringle, they have three Pringles can. They came in a pack. They sold out in 41 minutes. What a great merchandising idea. Yeah. Uh, they had the dinner in a can, turkey in a can, dressing in a can, and then pumpkin pie spice. And they were all Pringles. I mean, that's disgusting, but it's still cute. Yeah. But they're gone. <laughs> so you can't get those. Pie spice Pringles, but that is a cute merchandising idea. But you know what you can get? What? Okay. So we've talked about the Boulder Creek chips. I had you try, try them on yes. the air last yep. year. I These are the turkey out. and gravy stuffing chips, yep. and they're delicious. Mm. So if you like stunt food, you want to search these out. But here's something that's really easy that's not hard to find. It is the Trader Joe's seasoned kettle chips with the flavor of Thanksgiving in each chip. They are available right now chip? at Trader Joe's. Yeah, Hold because on. it's like sage. It's... It's the whole idea of turkey and stuffing in a chip. But is it also the cranberry? No, okay, no okay. cranberry. These are savory. If you oh, close your eyes. Stuffing, turkey and stuffing yep. seasonal chips. So if you close your eyes and you eat these Trader Joe's seasonal chips, yeah. you will this swear you can taste the gravy even as you crunch. This is always the promise. Okay. It's well, a rarely a payback. And it's you my know top it two. We have sat there. 
No, I know. I'm just saying that there's like, you know, I mean, the stunt chip thing is kind of crazy. How, how crazy it has and how popular. Yeah. How people, I mean, the fact that those Pringles sold out, let's be clear. They sold out on online. Like people aren't even going to the store. They're just buying them, which is actually easier. Yeah. If, if you, um, but like they have Oreo, like pumpkin pie Oreos, they have apple pie Oreos now, like the stunt flavoring. I know it is gone crazy. It is. It is a whole new level and it's people are responding to it because it's limited time things. They love it. That's my second. That's my first actual that's talk to an hour okay, two is so the my, Trader Joe's Thanksgiving chips. Good. Okay. Um, my second one is cultured butter. Let's talk about that. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. If you I know s- about Hope Creamery butter, which my is favorite butter. butter. Right. I know about Amish butter in the logs that you can find in your premium specialty stores. Okay. So basically, there's a lot of places that are starting to you'll see a tag that says like uh, like Vermont Creamery out in some of the co-ops has Vermont cultured butter. And sometimes you see people on restaurants, you know, list saying with cultured butter. And so basically, I want the uncultured butter. Just kidding. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, um, well, you want the, you're, you have to be snobbier than that. Um, but they're saying that in, in France and other parts of Europe, butter is cultured by adding live bacteria before churning. So then what that does is the fat content has to be, you know, and the fat content is about 82%. Um, and we don't do that in America. That's not. So those European butters, those are the ones that are a little bit, um, they're a little bit different. They're a little bit richer. They have more flavor. Okay. I think our butter tends to be a little bit flat. Sometimes. Is that why like a Kerrygold butter yes. is so pre- preferred? It's mostly the butter fat. So uh, most of the high, most of the ones in that, like you see the Lurpak, the Kerrygold, uh, this Vermont Creamery butter is an 86% okay. butter fat. And this is the highest fat content you could obtain kind of by making it. But here's the deal. There's just a little bit more flavor to it. Um, because it has, uh, it's got a little bit of buttermilk and hazelnuts. And what I'm saying is this year for your table, your Thanksgiving table, maybe just put a little, you, all you have to get is one little pad of it or one little block of it and put it on the table for, but for bread or for people to put onto their potatoes. I wouldn't cook with it because you don't want to necessarily mess with the flavors that you already know are going right. into things. But I would say today, this time, maybe, you know, splurge a little bit because they are a little higher buck and put a little cultured butter on your table because it's, it literally, is a thing that all of a sudden I'm eating just on Triscuits. Yum. I'm basically just doing that. I'm <laughs> we just going to tell you I'm doing it instead of cheese. I'm eating this culture butter. Okay, here's your quick uh, wine situation for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. This is my top two and our two, my second one. It is the third... third the Thirtix Thanksgiving four pack. Super. The Thirtix Thanksgiving four pack. It is thirty nine ninety nine. Regular price is fifty six ninety five. They have it in the store. You walk in. It's in a black tote. All four of your picks that you need for Thanksgiving. And here's what you're going to get. You're going to get the Vouvray, which is a classic Chenin Blanc from the Loire Valley. Um, it pairs perfectly with the side dishes, the sweet potatoes, the heavy gravy dishes. Then you also get a rosé, and this is uh, transitioning from appetizer to the salad course or with, like, when people come in. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit of a bubbly rosé. It's very light pink, fragrant, uh, very versatile. Then you have the Pinot Noir. It's a California Pinot, and this is what you're going to serve with your turkey. And then there's also another uh, red, which is a Zinfandel that's bold and spicy for either Towards the end of the meal, um, just as its own at the end or in front of the fire once the dishes are all done and you're still drinking wine. Nice. So those are your four wine picks. It's $39.99. It's a great hostess gift, actually, if you're spending that much to just walk in and say, here's some Thanksgiving wines. Don't be offended if they don't pour them because people like to pick their own wines for their dinners, but they have them for another meal. Yeah. 
That's good. So there you go. Top two in hour two. Okay. And uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break. You are listening to The Weekly Dish with Red Cow and Red Rabbit as the sponsor. Red Rabbit in St. Paul is now open. Gift cards are online for purchase. 50 bucks and you get 15 free. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Weekly Dish. We are here in hour two. We're going to be talking cookies coming up. But right now, I did a little bit of research for you. So in the first hour, we talked about a lot of options to pick up um, Thanksgiving, where to get your uh, ice cream pies, where to consider doing um, picking up a roast meal from Anamale's Barbecue. Now I'm going to give you some more of the gist if there's things you want to pick up. So if you are interested in picking up a whole meal that's already cooked that you just heat and eat, I'm going to recommend the Birchwood Cafe. Um, they have organic turkey. They have some really great sides. Listen to their turkey pick stuff. Uh, brandy braised pulled turkey breast or rosemary lime turkey legs and thighs. Nice. So they do it a little bit different, but it's uh, organic. It's upscale. They've got a cranberry pear chutney, a cornbread stuffing, maple squash mash. So that is you can order uh, for eight to ten or excuse me, eight to twelve people. And that's one sixty and it includes a pie. Okay. Um, they're also a great resource for gluten-free pies. So if you have someone that's gluten-free, the Birchwood is your place. Uh, Kowalski's, we want to mention, they have a very traditional Thanksgiving spread, the mashed potatoes, the green bean casserole, the sage and onion, uh, the maple roasted sweet potatoes, the cranberry orange relish. They are available while supplies last, and they do sell out. They don't put a deadline on it, but they say they're usually sold out by a couple days before. Mm -hmm. Um, This is four to six, and it's $110 complete. If you're going to feed 10 to 12, it's $160 complete. And that, again, comes with the pie. Good. Um, We talked about Certix Liquor having the uh, $39.99 four-pack of wine pickup. Yep. But they also have sides or helpers. So let's say that you don't know how to make Thanksgiving gravy or gravy grosses you out. You can pick it up there. From where? From Certix. Okay. They will just sell you a quart of gravy. They also will sell you things like sweet potato with honey butter. They've got a whole meal that they can source for you. So it would include a preserved lime butter turkey, cheesy potatoes, um, hericovere with crispy shallots, Brussels sprouts, uh, maple pecan roasted butternut squash. And they've got pies there too. Um, the pies at Certix are really delicious and they are inexpensive. How much are they? Uh, let's see here. Their whole pie is $20 and they've got a pumpkin, apple, or a bourbon pecan. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's a good price and it's a really delicious pie there. And it's just kind of unusual. You wouldn't think of like a liquor store having all that stuff, but they do. Well, it's because of the cheese store. Yeah. And you have to order by, uh, the 19th. And I will say they do have a Thanksgiving cheese spread picked out for you too. If cheese is your game. Um, Keys Cafe really like is known for their hot turkey sandwich and they do have nine locations throughout the Twin Cities and they will do the whole meal for you as well. It includes uh, turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, stuffing, cranberries. They have a loaf of homemade bread and a pumpkin pie. Their pie, their pie, their pie is amazing. Uh, delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's six for $115 and you can also order extra sides if you're just a side person or sides only. Yep. All these places will serve you, serve you sides only. Okay, here's something if you want to cook, yeah. but you're not 100% sure, maybe you haven't done the meal before, maybe you don't know about timing, and this is homegrown foods. And what they do is they buy all the groceries, they have everything pre-portioned, it's a meal kit for it's a, Thanksgiving. It's a meal box. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, they've done that a couple years now. They're going to give you the roast turkey, the creamy garlic with potatoes, the sage dressing, yams, roasted carrots. They're also going to give you the pumpkin pie. They're going to teach you how to do a homemade crust. Yeah. They've got all the instructions. They've got timelines for you, what you can make ahead. Yep. Um, that will be serving four to six, and it's $85. They do have a larger one that does eight to 10 for 135 You have to order this by the end of the day, Friday the 16th, but then the meal kit delivers Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and it's everything you need. That's that's basically shopping for you, yeah. which I mean is and kind doing of amazing, like, but also having all the recipes, all the ingredients, all the prep. You will not have to run back out to the store. No. Think about it. It's that. all there for you, many, and it's organic. Four to six, you said? Uh, they can do four to six or eight to ten. Okay. Uh, so that's Homegrown Foods. Uh, all of these links I on Stephanie's Dish, I'll put all of the, I did a write-up on my website, oh, you and you can find okay. it all there. Um, also, we talked about Heather's Pies. Yeah. Heather's Pies, she was on a couple weeks ago. Do you know this Wednesday I'm taking the class? No, are you really? I am. I'm going to take the class at Heather's Pies. I want to, my husband makes amazing pies and crust. Yeah. And I just want to once like feel like I can compete in his arena. Wow. Um, deadline for ordering those pies is uh, the 20th. This is a cottage home business, but she makes a lot of pies for Thanksgiving Got and you. a mean pie. Uh, so you can find her at Heather's Pies. Also the salty tart. Wait, when do you have to order hers by? The 20th. Okay. Uh, the Salty Tart is also the 20th, and this is our friend Michelle Geyer. She's a James Beard award-winning baker. At both her Minneapolis and St. Paul locations, on the 19th, she's actually doing a pop-up. So you can go and look at your pie and pick your pie, Yep. or you can order your pie online and pick it up on the uh, Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Also, P.S., can I just have a quick shout-out for her? <laughs> while I cough, while yes. While you cough. Um, when you go to her little place in Uptown now and to her little shop, which is where she does all the baking, and they have, I'm going to, it was a top two an hour to a couple weeks ago, the soft sourdough bread, which is sandwich slice for sandwich slicing. That is, I need to go get two of those. And then, so that that's what I'm having my turkey sandwiches. She on. also, if you're a bread person, they're selling uh, squash focaccia, pumpkin seed bread, or sweet potato rolls. Yeah. How good would a turkey sandwich with dressing be on a sweet potato roll with butter? Maybe. Yum. Yeah. Um, we talked about the Keys Cafe pie. I just want to let you know that pumpkin pie is 14 bucks. Wow. So if you're just charged with buying the pies, you can check that out at Keys Cafe. Um, so yeah, that is uh, some more Thanksgiving catering helpers. This certainly isn't a complete list. It's just one that I put together. Well, and you know, your just, folks at Lunds and Byerly's are going to be able oh, to help Kowalski's. you out too. Whole Foods. Did you do the Kowalski's? I did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and Kowalski's, I have the whole meal deal there. And all these places too, like Birchwood, uh, Kowalski's, um, Certix, Keys, they can all do sides too. Yeah. So if you're the person that just likes to make the turkey, but you don't want to make all the other stuff, you can buy all that other stuff. Stuff. It's very easy to do. Mm-hmm. Or conversely, if you want to make all the sides, because I really like the sides better than the turkey. I could care less about the turkey by the time I eat it. Yeah. I just want the sides. Yeah. So if you're like one of those people that maybe just wants to make all the sides and then buy turkey, you can do that. Um, Certix can sell it to you in two ways. They'll sell it to you like all trussed, dressed, ready to go. And all you do is put it in the oven mm-hmm. or you can um, pick it up already cooked. That's amazing. Yeah. To like have it already done, have Mary Richter over there, like hand stuff your turkey. And then all you have to do is put it in the oven and like be like, yeah, I cooked this turkey and it's all tied and everything. Yeah. That's it's really yummy. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. She just they they do such a good job over there. I love it. Uh, So that's what we got for you for Thanksgiving. Anywhere before we wrap up, like if you're going to order or you're going to eat out, do you have like a good Thanksgiving go to for eating out? No, I mean, I I can think of Nicollet Island Inn. Yeah, they do a nice job. 
Yeah, I think for most of those kind of situations, um, the hotels are the best ones because they're open for sure. Yep. A lot of places are closed during the day, but open for night for, you know, stuff. Oh, I know for that, the after Thanksgiving libations yeah, and the games. Yeah, a lot of that fun stuff. There's, um, I think out by me, I know Cove does a pretty good spread for Thanksgiving. They, they do a great spread. My sister yeah. works there. Not the one in Wyzetta. No, she works at the one in the Galleria, right. but she's working Thanksgiving night. Ask for Beth. Yeah. Okay. Right. Be like, hey. I know. Well, that's the thing is hospitality kids are always working. So. Yeah. It's a great, it's, it's actually a nice night if well, you can't be with your family. Where everybody yells about Target opening up at 5 p.m. I'm like, but none of you are worried about the bar workers. Yeah, You're exactly. Like, yeah, we anyway, want those bar workers. I, I want to play bingo Thanksgiving night at the penalty box bar or like the, in Coon Rapids. Or how about like the movie workers? We always used to go to movies yes, on totally. Thanksgiving night and like no one, <laughs> no one no cares, one's about, cares them. about the hospitality workers. <laughs> Dang, just the retailers apparently. So, anyway. so funny. All right, to so, everybody. <laughs> yes. Mazel to all. Mazel to all. Uh, that is your Thanksgiving roundup if you need to buy. Next week, we'll talk more about if you need to make, but if you need to buy, those deadlines are coming They're up. Coming so we up. wanted to make sure we covered that. When we come back, we're going to talk with the folks about the Star Tribune cookie book. I feel like we started it, but we'll get, we'll get down to the basics when we get back. I can't wait. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are here with Lee Dean and Rick Nelson from the Star Tribune. Your cookie book is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I have, like, I did a cookbook roundup and I put it on my list. Like, and someone texted me and they're like, is that really a good cookbook? I'm sorry, people. For it turns out we didn't launch the Star Tribune cookie contest like <laughs> much like I thought we did. Uh, Rick was saying it's been going on for how many years? 16. Okay. And Lee, so have you been, have you guys been there the whole 16 years? I'm feeling like, oh, yes. Yeah, course, I'm feeling yeah. like Lee, you yeah. actually were there in the beginning of the launch. Definitely. We yeah, both yeah. were. Yeah. Well, have yeah. you been yeah. there that long too, Rick? <laughs> oh my yes, gosh. Yeah, you yeah. guys are lifers. <laughs> just about. Just so about. <laughs> we've been on Weekly Dish for 11 years. So I felt like we launched it, but alas, we didn't. Lee, you launched it with Rick. Do you want to talk about the launch and what sure, made sure. you decide to put a book together after all this time? You know, we had um, always had Christmas cookies as part of the feature. I mean, that's just sort of the the general thing that you have to do um, around the holidays. And in this case, Rick was a relative newbie. I'd been doing Christmas cookies for years and years. And uh, we were trying to figure out, so is there a new approach to this story? And then Rick had an idea. Was it your idea? So it was my idea. Okay, yeah. I can't yeah, even claim it. I'll let you claim it. It's yours. I claim everything as mine. I'm so impressed. He loves it. Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> so I so um, I was a history major in college. I'm a huge history nerd, and I uh, I don't know somehow that year discovered the Taste Archive at the newspaper, which sounds really uh, like you know like really cool. Yeah. It was actually just a dusty room full of paper <laughs> cardboard boxes that had yeah. every issue of Taste that had ever been published since October second, nineteen sixty nine, which was the first time the Taste mm-hmm. was published, right? And yep. so I was reading through all these sections from the seven, particularly in the seventies and the eighties, which were so foreign to me, right? Yeah. And they were fascinating because they had so much reader interaction in them. There were all these, there was a column called Reader, uh, yeah. like Recipe Exchange. You guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. would yeah. publish you, these recipes. Yeah. And people would write in and say, I'm looking for a new recipe for pumpkin bread. And then the next week, uh, they would obviously have been flooded with recipes from their readers um, for pumpkin bread. And they would publish recipes for pumpkin bread. So, uh, you know, in the age of the internet, I thought, how can we kind of do that in print? And so I thought, well, let's have a cookie contest. So each year you had the cookie contest and you would have the winner, but you would also have recipes of uh, the second runner ups, we'll call them. Sure. So each uh, 
each issue and it usually comes out like was it the first or second week of December. Right. And it, it was like, I would get that issue and I would be the first time we had you on the air. I felt like I was talking to Emeril Lagasse. I was so excited to talk to you because I just if love, yeah, I just, I love the idea of the Christmas cookie and the family tradition that's rolled up in it and the mom and the daughters and the grandmas and Everything about the Star Tribune cookie book is that. And the sons. Yeah, I don't mean to be sexist. I I grew up in a family of girls. So, but uh, yes. And I just, that's what this cookie book feels like. And this woman who texted me, she's like, is it really good? I'm like, this is the cookie book of life if you live in Minnesota. This is all of our heritage. This is our recipes from our neighbors, uh, your community of the years. Like there is no other book than this. Well, you know, for me, what I've, what I've really enjoyed now that we've been doing this for 16 years, which is like unbelievable, is that we get all this feedback from people like, you know, oh my gosh, we bake every one of those recipes yes. every year. Yeah. You know, we have all these favorites. We've been making these for years and years and years. You know, this is so cool. And, uh, you know, when we started it, we just thought we'd do it once. You know? No, I know. It, it was, we were surprised that it was as popular as it was the first time. And then, so, you know, as it happens, you know, we thought, oh, we'll try it one more year. And, and then... We're on a, you know, a train here where we, we can't stop and every, every, everyone's waiting for it. And it's, yeah. 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 We're going to do some baking now. I mean, I like, I baked this, I baked one of our finalists this morning for, uh, that's publishing on November 29th. You know, I I tested a recipe this morning. Oh, November 29th. That's early, isn't it? Well, it's because, it's because Thanksgiving is the earliest. Okay. So So we, we, we always do. Uh, print it the, right after Thanksgiving. Okay, so the we week after. That's when people are gearing up yeah. and we want to give them plenty of time for the recipes. So, yeah. yeah. I have to say there was a two-year period of time where I didn't get the paper in its physical <laughs> form. We went digital. <laughs> and it was... I've, trust me, I've told her that yeah. print matters. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, and I still subscribed, but I subscribed Thank digitally. You. But... I just like at the state fair, I walked by the Star Tribune booth. You had super cute merchandise. You were doing a cookie thing there that daily when I was there. And I was like, you know what? Someone like was like, hey, we have this deal. So I went, I I turned my digital subscription back to both. And that paper in my hands and getting your taste section in that paper form is such a better experience. And I am just like, I cannot wait for the cookie issue again because I felt like last year you guys had the digital release of the book. You had the ebook a, a few years ago. Yeah. Was it okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah, but we've had an ebook. Yeah, yeah, right. and I and I got the ebook, but I was like, "There's nothing like the paper and the looking at it and the having it on your counter, sitting in your kitchen." Right? Yes, yes. Right. yeah, we right. have yeah. a whole discussion with the Thanksgiving issues every time because mm-hmm. for me, I actually want a tear sheet. And yes, I'm flat on my counter. absolutely. And I don't have to keep yeah. refreshing yeah. my screen and getting it light again and all that stuff. I just want paper and I want yeah. to write on it and I want all that stuff. And it's the same thing with cooking. Like for me, baking specifically, I want print. I want paper. Right. And that's what we were hearing from people. You know, I said, oh, gee, that ebook is nice, but when are you going to put it in print? Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. we heard that a lot. So, yeah, we did it, it. And it just took a while. And we actually had asked the Star Tribune if they wanted to do a print version. And it's they're hard. Not, they're, 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 they're not, not in the book business. business. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so you did it with the U of M Press? Is yes, that right? We did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is yeah. a great local, you know, yeah. they do a Thanks lot of good that. work to, you know, bring our can local it, culture to paper. Right. And can I yeah. just tell you a funny story about yeah. U Press? Because we love them. Yeah. So uh, Lee, you know, thought, well, you know, maybe we should approach the University of Minnesota Press. And so she called them and said, you know, I'm Lee Dean. I'm the food editor of the Star Tribune. Every year we've been doing this Christmas cookie contest. We've been doing it for 15 years now where we're thinking we'd like to write a cook. 
<laughs> she didn't say book, and our editor Eric said, "Yes, we'll yes, do it. We're in. Don't <laughs> right suck on this line." Yeah, no, it was it was good. It was good. We we're happy. Oh my God. Uh, where? How much is the book? It's twenty four ninety five. Okay, so here's the other thing, people. This is a great housewarming gift, right? Or uh, like uh, if you're going to someone's house, yeah, yeah. 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 because mm-hmm. it's just even if you're not a baker, like the tradition in it is just I don't know. I'm in love with this book. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm about to yeah, cry. Yeah, actually, you're, you're, really, you're a little bit too close to it, is what I'm going to tell everybody right now. Are we so okay. back away. Stop. Back away. And, and maybe what we could mention, too, is that in addition to the, the recipes themselves, what we have is the story behind yes. the, the, the recipe, which is the part that yeah. is, I think, that you're charmed by. Yes. And really, there's some lovely stories of, again, it's traditions, people cooking together with their families, and, of course, you know, why wouldn't that warm your heart? Yes. <laughs> is there so. a cookie in there that everybody like, is there, it, has it surprised you with all the cookies in there that there's like one or two that come the cappuccino thin that mm-hmm. comes, <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> that comes back to that. People are like, Oh my God, I love like the pommiers or is like, is there something that is kind of a thread? The cranberry orange. The cranberry orange, you know what? Yes. Stop. Let them answer the question, Hanson. Let's let's give you them. You know this better yes, than Yes, I know. I'm like, sit back, cookies. Stop. <laughs> you know what? Everybody. I, so I asked all of our finalists this year, "Have you baked out of our, our concept?" Like, yeah, of course we did. Every single one of them said, "I love that orange chocolate cookie, which is like an, yes. a, a shortbread yeah. cookie with a little thumbprint of orange marmalade, and then you dip it in chocolate." Yeah. Super simple and really delicious. Yeah. That Definitely. is good. That was a good one. Is there so. a personal favorite that you guys have? Can you make a Maybe like give me like one of your sure you know your bests or the ones that you love the the one from last year uh, the cornmeal cranberry shortbread yeah is really fabulous and it doesn't have too sweet a, a flavor to it which is what my preference is for you're the, more for the savory cookies. like yeah. stuff. Yeah, I do we are I savory, like the savory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's why I was like well, this yeah. has salt on it yeah. I was like yeah I love that, <laughs> is that the, what's the what's chocolatey over? one has a little bit of salt in it is, you know yeah, this that, one is yeah. that really coarse uh, Celta Grand is this the same one I want to make sure because you stole the cookies and opened them before I gotta look so i want to make sure we have the same cookies yeah don't worry i'm not cheating you over there i understand that my life would be in jeopardy if apparently if i did something to rob you of your cookie moment my cookies start to be in cookie joy yeah okay rick what is your Uh, like you know i have to say i I brought them today the palmiers i think of you whenever i see palmiers Um, i think of you because i think we talked about this once i mean i love this cookie i love it in part because it's so easy to make you use for you know use puff pastry that's commercially prepared Mm -hmm. and and i'll just tell a little story when when it was up that year it really should have won that year you know because it's so good but at the time and that's not to you no. know take away from the person who won because that's a really good cookie too. But at the time, you know, at least I got up on my high horse and said, you know, we can't have a commercially prepared puff pastry as a I cookie know, ingredient. You know, it's I like, know. oh, screw that. I, I mean, know. That, now I mean, you're like, like, these are so yeah, fantastic. You're coming back to earth, Nelson. Very live on this air. I know. And going with the lowbrow cookie, yeah. I love it. <laughs> Do you have any cookies? I don't even know. Do you have any? It's the ones that I call not cookies, which are the ones well, like yes. where you Assembly. take a Rolo and you melt it onto a pretzel. Assembly cookies. Yeah, those are. There's no baking involved, so I right. don't call it a cookie because right. you're not cooking. You're assembling. You're we assembling. do actually have one no bake cookie that took a lot of discussion. Yeah. We weren't <gasps> quite sure that this was really going to meet our rules, even though we don't really have rules. Yeah, and this was the Kit Kat bar from uh, two years ago. Uh, yeah, maybe? something yeah. like that. Yeah. And and well, first of all. It wasn't baking, and secondly, it was a bar, and we were just oh, you know, we're, you know cookie, this right? is like yeah. a big issue in the cookie world, and um, we decided to go with it, and we have to say that um, that year, I think that was the most popular cookie with all sorts of people. 
Because you don't have to bake because it. Because you don't have really to bake it. How do you make it? And, and it's delicious. It's layers yeah. of, I'm sorry to say, club crackers, which is so trashy. <laughs> yes. and, and even the person who entered it said, yeah. this is a really trashy <laughs> recipe, super which trashy, I loved. But right? we love them. You know, like yeah. melted chocolate and melted caramel and maybe some peanuts or something. Yeah. And it's funny, uh, and, uh, when the Star Tribune moved to a new building in downtown Minneapolis, we have this atrium now. So we have this event on the day that we announce our cooking contest, which this year is November 29th okay. at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. at the Star Tribune. Be there is that on a Saturday? It's a, it's a Thursday. No. Thursday. It's a oh, th- I can come. And Sorry, I'm writing out, it down. And we hand out, I don't know, uh, every every all five of our uh, winning cookies to, I don't know, 700 people. They make yeah. a, z- a zillion of them. And then we have a, uh, you can vote and, and choose your favorite. That was the favorite, like, by three to one in, our, in that wow. crowd. Of yeah. hundreds no, of people. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> because sometimes. Well, yeah. my Christmas, which I don't even call them cr- cookies, is the yeah. bourbon balls. Right. You know, and I don't, I make those every year. Yeah. I don't call it a cookie, right. yeah. but it's a holiday but treat. It's a, it's yeah. a tradition. It it's my right. tradition, yeah. and that's what I do. So yeah. I figure that's... I also make the shortbreads. Yeah. So just right. to be clear. Yeah. I mean, I gotta have some credibility here. You know, we were... Um, we did our cookbook swap a couple weeks ago, and there was a woman who brought in a big donation of old books. Probably someone in her family had maybe passed, mm-hmm. and they cleaned it out, and they brought them in. And underneath all the books in the box was all these handwritten recipes and magazine articles and newspaper clippings. And I noticed a couple Star Tribune, like old clippings of recipes in this Mm -hmm. box. Um, When you get the people that submit their recipes, like do they tell you the old stories that come with them? And is that how you got the stories that are accompanying the recipes? Yeah, definitely. And we do actually ask people when they send the recipe in, please tell us a good story because really that can sort of tilt us in their direction. If you've got a great tale, um, right, we're storytellers. And yeah, we want to, yeah, we want right. to hear their stories. Yeah. And frankly, isn't that kind of what the holidays are all about? Yeah. You know, the making of stories. So I always and find memories, those the yeah. most interesting. Yeah, we were actually. I have a friend who does a cookie swap. You know, and she does. Her, part of the thing is that you have to come with a story mm-hmm. for oh, your cookie, and you great, can make yeah. it up. Right, like she's like she's <laughs> right. like it's like a hairdresser moment where you are free to say whatever you want. You know what I mean? You don't know, and she so the whole idea is you bake a cookie, and they're kind of. Um, you know, they're all like creatives. And so they come up with, I mean, it's story hour with cookies mm-hmm. and we all sit there and eat and she, they, people come up with the best whoppers that's and awesome. you're, it's amazing, right? Cause it's about the story. Right. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. That's really cool. So our cookie exchange is a little messed up this year cause we have a lot of people traveling and our cookbook swap that we've done for what, 20 years. We've done it forever. Cookie, cookie, swap. cookie swap. Yeah. So this year we may break tradition and actually not make cookies. Yeah, you sent that text. I haven't responded to that. Yeah. Either. So, <laughs> what part of cookie swap? Yeah, I, know, I think it's just a night. Idea. Isn't that just a night out? Are no, we just going out? Just out? Being a drinky time with Cat Perkins singing Christmas yeah. carols, okay. I think. That's but fine. because we're not doing cookies, I shouldn't maybe give. No one's listening. I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. Julia's not listening. No. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give the book because if you can't like participate in the cookie swap one year, or if someone's sick or something happens, like giving them the We've book is the placeholder. Happen. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I love that. So, yeah. yeah. It's a good okay, so the idea. event again in the atrium, the 29th, 11 o'clock? 11 a.m. And be there on time because yes. they go fast. This yeah. is true. Yeah. And I have, that. you know, their building is right next <laughs> yeah. to mine. And I have seen the crowds of people around the skyways looking down and yeah. being like, I'm not even going to get down there. Uh, the you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. And it's really nice because it's also a fundraiser for Second Harvest Heartland. You can arrive with mm-hmm. either, um, you know, a non-perishable food item or make a cash donation. Perfect. All right. Awesome. And the actual issue for this year comes out? November 29th. And you know who the winner is already, right? Uh, yes, we do. Are you excited? 
Yeah, we yes, are. We yeah. Is it new? Is, yes. it, is, it, is it a shocking development or is it just sort of right, right in the right Is there range? any controversy surrounding this cookie? No controversy. No controversy. Okay. Although yeah. it, it, the main ingredient of the winning cookie, we've never featured before. So this is a new okay. Oh, yeah, I cannot wait. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it is Lee right. Dean and Rick Nelson, the Star Tribune. Subscribe today in paper version pa- or print buy matters. the cookbook. <laughs> print matters. From matters. Minnesota print Historical matters. Press. I know they have it at Majors and Quinn. You can also order it online. Are you going to be selling it when you're giving out the cookie? We are. Okay. Excellent. It's a great gift item. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Steph March. I've calmed down. Have you? break. Okay. I've, I think I've calmed down. I've put the delicious chocolate, chocolate chip cookies that um, Lee made and Rick made. And then the pommiers, they're in my purse. They're ready for me to have a private moment on the way home while I eat them all. Now you sound like you're crashing. <laughs> like it's like you went from this hysterical thing to like now. Oh my god, I feel like you're asleep over there. <laughs> like I'm having, you know how when you eat too many cookies and then you get in like the sugar high and then uh-huh. you come down and you're in the sugar coma? Yeah. I'm on the verge of the sugar coma. Yeah. Um we will do some cookie swap segments when we get closer to an actual the actual Christmas holiday. Yes. We, we wanted just, to give you guys time to yeah. and, go to the event. And to get the book also, you know, again in front of uh Thanksgiving is a good idea. Like we said it's a great hostess gift, so but we will talk a little bit more about some fun cookie swap etiquette, some cookie party themes, a whole bunch of fun stuff. Are we baking? Are we assembling? Exactly. What is an actual cookie? What is a cookie? And how do you come down on the idea of bars or cookies? Are bars cookies? I do not believe they are, no. I think bars are bars. Bars are their own category. So are cookies cake? No. Cakes. <laughs> Good point. I mean, Good point. Cake and pie? No. You would never call a pie a cake or a cake a pie. Why would you call a cookie a bar and a bar a cookie? Okay, <laughs> this is this is real important stuff here. What we had some other philosophical I know, discussion I was just today to think about of, something else. What was, was a, a what at breakfast? I don't yes, know. probably. Mm-hmm. You guys, the podcast that we do—that's uh, the bonus. It's always us just sitting there eating, and we don't <laughs> script it out. We just literally talk. We just turn the mic on and talk, and it provides real insight into lots of different things. So yeah. if you're interested in our personalities as much as our food talk, that would be the place to go. <laughs> um, did you know that in um, Mexico that they don't, I mean, they eat turkey. That's kind of an American way to celebrate Thanksgiving. But in Mexico, you eat pork leg, pernil. Um, but they don't celebrate Thanksgiving because it, no. it's not. It's I mean, not a, a harvest feast. They have like, yeah, they, they have yeah. like the harvest. Yes. But just to be clear, it's not like they're ever like, no, they don't have a turkey. They don't tradition, have the tur- tur- so there's no heritage of Thanksgiving. That's yeah. right. Um, but then they also have uh, mole with turkey. Yes. And tamales and mole with turkey. So if you want that, you can get that from El Burrito. Can I tell you that I am actually going to make a mole sauce to go with my acorn squash on Thanksgiving? Okay. Tell me how you're going to do that. I'm not sure. Not, yet. not how sure. I know how to make the mole. Oh, yeah. Uh, but what are you going to do with that? Why are you doing it with the acorn squash? Because What's the- I'm copying Colita. Because <laughs> Danny Del Prado has this great salad with brown butter and hazelnuts. And then there's acorn squash and a mole underneath it. And I love those flavors together. So crazy. In a salad? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like a salad is on top of these, you know, these kind so the of curves. the mole is on the bottom. And the mole is on the, the bottom. 
like roasted butternut yep, squash the, or whatever yep, and acorns. then a salad on top. Mm-hmm. Yum. Yeah. That sounds great. I know. So that's why Joey and I decided um, that that's what we were doing. Joey is doing most, is doing a lot of the planning with me this year. Please research the Instant Pot Mole that's in Melissa Clark's book because I think you could make your mole in the pot. I think I might make my mole ahead of time though and then I would rather do it on the stove for control. You and your control of Shockingly, the food. a cook. <laughs> you just like, you crack me up. I can't believe you have an Instant Pot because really it's kind of not your thing. I know it's not my thing. And you love it. No, I know. But like no, you want like, to stare at that gurgling, burgling don't pot. You, how like, else do you learn? Like this is a sauce I've not made before. I have to learn it. I have to understand it. I have to, I want to watch the process. Like that's part complex. of being, I was just watching, I just put up a thing of how to make cultured butter on our uh, our Facebook page because the Bon Appetit guys in their test kitchen were making it. And all you need is, all you need is, you need to do it a couple days ahead of Thanksgiving, you guys, because it's a three-day process, I think. But it's all it is is really good milk and then um, kefir, which is, you know, that cultured sort of, it's almost like a yogurt kind yeah. of thing. But, um, Isn't it from lime, kefir limes? No, it's not the same. Are you sure? Yep. Okay, you can look it up. K-E-F-I-R. Um but my point is, is like, that is a thing that I would do, but I would need to know, I need to know how to make it. Like, I want to know how to make it. And I was looking at their test kitchen. The You're BA, right. Thanks. Darn it. The BA test kitchen um, was where I was like, that is my perfect job. I think I would do that. You. This is what's interesting sometimes. And it makes me laugh is my daughter is 20 and she's sort of coming of age. She's got her own kitchen now. She's starting to cook. They don't cook easy things like they cook bagels. Yeah. Okay. Like uh-huh. who makes bagels at home? Like she's like you. Yeah. I make she's bagels. She's the scientist. She wants to know like all the science about everything. She watches all the videos. I'm like, oh, I can make mole and I just throw all this stuff in this pot, turn it on and then come back and it's done. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. We are funny in that way. Uh-huh. We are definitely the expert and the eater. You're the expert. I'm the eater. It's, it's just the fascination of the whole process and the history and the culture. It's not just about putting it in your face for me. It doesn't like for that's, me. It's the face pudding. It's the face pudding. Right. <laughs> but that's why we're a good. Yeah, no, that's totally. Those are. And there are d- times, of course, when I'm like, I don't like I said, if I, I was throwing a four year old's birthday party, not making the kid. Bolo. Yeah. Like, let's not go crazy. I would absolutely make them the fast spaghetti in the instant pot for a four year old birthday party. There sure. are times for everything. And so that's a part of it. Well, um, I, I love this about you. I do too. I just want to give you the Pioneer Woman report because Please. I haven't done that. Joey says that they're making apple pie martinis on the Pioneer Woman. Well, that is a good part of our show is getting Joey's uh, Pioneer Woman wrap up. Thanks for listening to the show. Oh Thanks to Red Cow. Get your gift cards. Red Rabbit, $50 and you get 15 bucks. The four Red Cows you can buy online or at the two Red Rabbits. St. Paul is now open on Grand Avenue. Come see me out at the Galleria. Yes, Holly.